This is Alicia Monique, and welcome to Me Versus the Pandemic. This podcast is designed as a therapy tool for myself to deal with depression, anxiety, all things COVID, and just life in general. And at the same time, I do like to have a little fun. I do use explicit language, just as a forewarning, there will be cursing here and there throughout my podcast. Um, I thank you all who have been tuning in. Uh, This episode, I'm actually really, really going to focus on depression and just some pressing issues that's been going on um, around the world and the country in general. Um, I do want to start off by just diving into depression, my current state, you know, how things have been going. I started this podcast probably been a a little over two months now, I want to say. I I can't even remember when I first started it, honestly. Um, But I do want to say it had to be at least two months or so. The podcast, um, as it was designed as a therapy tool, it does help. Um, Is it the the all help all tool? Absolutely not. Um, I do still want to find a therapist um, in the Michigan area. Well, they have to be in Michigan because I live in Michigan now. Um, I had to stop going to my last therapist because that was in Texas and she cannot perform therapy in Michigan. So um, kind of been procrastinating with looking for one, honestly, um, mainly because it's so hard finding a therapist. Like finding a therapist is like dating almost Um, because you want someone that you can click with and vibe with Um, I've only been to two therapists in my lifetime the first therapist I went to uh, it was awesome but I didn't like her technique Um, she was more of a how are you feeling it's okay to feel that way you know but never guided me to why are you feeling that way? Or sometimes you're right. It's not okay to feel that way. You know, kind of challenging me and my feelings. It was just more of like a blanket approach. Like, oh, you're fine. It's okay. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I need more than that. You know, I don't need anyone to just kind of hold my hand and say, you know, it's okay that you feel that way. You know, just keep letting it out. No, we need to talk through this thing and figure out how do I get past these feelings or just learn how to deal with them. And my second therapist and how I found this therapist, actually, um, I don't even think people who know me know um, how I found my therapist, but I was kind of spiraling. And um, at the time I was working um, at a company in Dallas And there was a a number that you can call um, to get, I think like 10 free sessions of therapy if you needed them. And um, it's kind of battling going back and forth. Like, "Eh." you know, you always think like, are people gonna know, you know, what's gonna happen, you know, this, this and that. Um, But I, I ended up calling and it was one of the best calls I ever made in my life. I actually was presented based on where I lived at the time. Of course, this was way before COVID. Um, I got a list. They actually sent me kind of a referral list um, of people that I can use for the 10 free sessions. 
And I thought that was really dope. Like that company was like super awesome. Any company that's doing that. I know a lot of um, medical um, insurance companies um, are actually paying fully for um, therapy right now. And there are some states that are actually covering it, even if you do not have like really good insurance or no insurance at all. Um, so if you're battling with depression and you're thinking about, um, you know, maybe obtaining a therapist, which I think everyone should have a therapist, you know, a lot of times we have all this stuff going on in our minds. And to us, we think we're just fine. We think we know it all. We, we got it together. Um, and you think you're holding it together, but you're really not. <laughs> you are really not. Um, and although maybe you may not be depressed, because you don't have to be depressed to go to a therapist. Um, I just think it's really good to like kind of talk through things in life in general. Um, even if you're married, um, not that every couple needs uh, marital counseling, but I think it's very healthy if the both um, a couple separately are going to therapists. Because um, a lot of times, we just have a lot of stuff going on internally and we do not know how to communicate because maybe we was raised in a family. I don't know about you guys, but I was raised in a family where no one communicated. People would get mad. Uh, my mom, she was good for uh, saying sorry though. She would say sorry. She would act crazy. <laughs> and the next day she'd be like, I'm sorry. And we would never talk about it. You know, if something bad happened, you know, we would never really sit down and talk about things. And I know a lot of people um, that I know said that they grew up the same way. Um, and black culture, it happens, but I think it happens in general. Cause I meet, I have friends in like almost every race, almost, not every, but I have, I know a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Um, of all races and I love learning that this person who grew up way on the other side of the world had the same freaking issues as me growing up as a kid like really your family did that what like it's so awesome to get to know people and talk to people um and find out that it's not just your family that's crazy everybody everybody has issues um, and that's why I think it's really healthy to go to therapy um, because our childhood molds us. So any of the things that you dealt with as a kid and your family, whether it's from um, physical abuse, mental abuse, um, bullying, you know, any horrific thing that happened to you as a kid, if you do not tackle those issues they will forever follow you even if it's just the smallest minute thing but those things tend to follow you you can try to bury them and pretend that they're not there and a lot of people get through life that way they're like i don't need a therapist i just tuck this stuff under the rug and keep it keep it going you know going to therapy that's stupid that's weak you know a lot of people think that way um but I will say, everything is not for everybody. I'm 100% that type of person where 
if someone feels like, I don't think that'll work for me. I'm not going to be sitting up there trying to force that person like, no, you need to. Because no, that may not be for you. Because if you're completely shut down at it, it doesn't matter because you're going to go in like, nope, nope, mm -mm. you're not going to want to talk or, you know, whatever the case may be you are going to be closed down because you have it in your heart and in your mind that that's not for you. So there are other ways to deal with anxiety and depression. Um, especially piggybacking back to what I was saying, not even just dealing with depression, but just trying to figure out life in general, trying to figure out what it is am I supposed to be doing? Like, the easiest thing, if you don't have a therapist, is a journal. Just a journal. It's so simple. It's so crazy. And I have about five journals. Do I write them every day? No, I do not. <laughs> I will be completely honest. I even have a gratitude journal that is sitting on my desk in my office. I sit down for work every morning and I look at this journal. I have not written in the journal in a while. Journaling is, is hard for me. That's why I need a therapist or I need other outlets like this podcast. Um, and I actually, my therapy without the therapist right now is really talking to older people who have already gone through things that I'm going through. Now, not simple-minded older people. You know, you, you have to know who to talk to because just just because someone is a certain age doesn't mean that they're mature and they're knowledgeable because you you can meet an old fool any day and you can meet a very young wise person so age really doesn't matter um but the point of the thing is therapy works especially for depression. I can speak on that because if it was not for my therapist, I would have completely spiraled. There was a hot second where I thought about just not being here. Just not. I didn't think about, well, I'm going to hurt myself or anything. I just had a thought if I was just not here, you know, how would that be? And instantly all these thoughts poured into my mind about my parents. You know, my parents are my whole life. Although I, me and my parents, we do <laughs> fuss at each other quite a bit. Um, but I love them. I grew up hearing people fuss all the time and curse, which is why I have a potty mouth. My grandmother cussed worse than any sailor anyone could ever meet. <laughs> she had a very foul mouth. Her and my dad had a strange relationship and they fussed at each other quite a bit. I had a, a strained relationship with my mom when I was younger. We didn't get along. When I was younger, there were some things said and done that I still hold in my heart today. 
things that I feel that shouldn't have happened. But at the time, did not understand that my mom went through a lot in her childhood and her upbringing caused her to be the type of mother that she was projecting to me. But I didn't know that. You know, I was in an environment where I had to move out of the house early because there was so much drama and chaos going in my home. And I, if anyone who knows me, I do not do drama in any shape or form. I just, I don't like drama. I shy away from it. Deuces. I don't care who you are. I don't do drama. Um, which is why I'm not going to say that's why I went through depression, but family had a huge, played a huge role in my emotions during my depression. You know, not everyone's depression is the same, I'm sure. So I'm not here to speak for everybody. I am only here to speak for myself. But I always have been the person from as young as I can remember. I always felt like love was missed in some sort of fashion towards me. To many people who should have really been showing me like love, love. And I held on to that void for so long. You know, being a baby of, it's technically six. I mean, I have six siblings. Um, my dad had six children. Um, I'm the baby on my dad's side. He was married three times. My mom was his last wife. Um, my mom has was married before my dad. So my oldest brother, we share the same mom. My other siblings, we share the same dad. So I don't share a, a mom and dad with any of my siblings. And, um, you know, my oldest sibling is like, I think she's like 57 or something. So just to give you an example of the age difference there. And I've always felt isolated inside my own family. And that really took a toll on me throughout my life. And for some reason, when I was going through my depression, it's like, man, those emotions kept tugging, tugging on my family life. It was like bringing me down. I was like, cause in the past I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I was just like, oh, well, you know, I'm gonna do me. But, you know, through the depression, and I say that I went through a depression for two years, but it really started before then, honestly. You know, looking back at things, um, I've been single for about six years now. And the last relationship that I was in, it was a hot mess. And it was my fault. It was completely my fault. Um, I talk about this a lot, you know, the state of dating right now, you know, I feel like people lower their standards because they don't want to be alone. 
I get it. I get it. I've I felt that way. And sometimes when you feel that way, you end up dating someone that you know you shouldn't be dating or you're not equal to. Um, and I forced a relationship. <laughs> and it I, I completely changed. I lost myself in that relationship. I lost myself in that relationship and I had to leave that relationship. And from that point of me leaving that relationship and like finding myself all over again, led into me going into my depression. And with me and my depression, it tugged on so many different ties to people, you know, like family love, just feeling like no one loves me. Like, I mean, you know, people can say, you know, I love her. That's my sister. Like, you know, it's what you're supposed to say. But if someone's not like showing you that or like constantly like has like negative things to say about you and, you know, talk about you behind your back and, you know, all that stuff. It's like, you don't love me, dog. (laughs) I mean, you don't care about me, but you don't love me, love me. And I felt like I didn't have enough people that love me, love me on this planet, on this planet. And um, it started to tug on me. And I, I started putting a lot of pressure on people around me because I felt like, OK, I don't have my family. I know I got my friends, you know what I'm saying? And like anytime my friends would do like some real whack stuff it would like tug on me a little bit harder. And after a while, I just felt like, all right, size my parents, don't nobody love me. And that made me sad. I would cry a lot because I felt like no one outside of my parents really loved me. And I was pissed because I was like, why do you care? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you care? And I was constantly like battling myself inside my mind, like quit giving a fuck about that shit. You know what I'm saying? And the other part of me was like, oh, like I just couldn't function. Like I was just this sad thing. Like it was like a fucking cloud, dark ass cloud was just over me constantly. Like when I woke up, oh, here come the thunder and lightning and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right before I go to bed, I'm crying and mad. And like, it was just so crazy. I cannot even explain it. And um, my therapist was like, uh, yeah, I think you should get on um, anti-antidepressant. And I'm like, hell no. Nah. Then uh, my um, primary doctor, he said the same thing. He even um, sent some to the pharmacy. I picked them up, didn't even know until I like got to the crib. Cause I, at the time I was sickly. So I was taking a lot of different medication. And, um, so I just picked that shit up and I got to the crib and I started like, I always researched medicine before I started taking it. Fuck that. You're not about to just give me no bullshit. I need to know the side effects, what the fuck this is. You know what I'm saying? And most of the time I usually don't stay on medication. Like, unless it's like some pain shit, or antibiotics or some shit like that. But any other thing, I'm like, eh, 
So I looked that shit up and it said antidepressants. I was like, this motherfucker sent some anyway. Hell no, I ain't taking this shit. And my therapist was like, no, you should really reconsider because, you know, your emotions are all over the place. I had a huge project that I was leading um, at my, my last job at the time. My boss was like fucking horrible as shit. Oh, she was a hot ass mess. Couldn't stand her. I wanted to leave my job. I hated Texas. Like, well, I'm going to say Dallas. I, Texas, I hate. But Dallas, ugh. I just, I didn't, I no longer wanted to be there. I was like, you know, fuck everybody here. That's up. You know, you know how it is. You cool. You cool. Fuck you. You know, there's a few people you cool with. But I just, I was over it. And I was freaking drowning in emotions. And here come fucking 40. I didn't take 40 well at all. <laughs> I did not like it. I was mad. I was leaving my 30s like, really? Really? This what we doing? <sighs> Shit just wasn't cool. But I am on a journey to start looking for a new therapist. I want to continue this podcast. I do like having this outlet, you know, even if two people listen to me, like I'm cool with that. I just really need to release in some form or fashion. Will I continue this podcast once I get my therapist? Absolutely. And I will be sharing um, some of the things that my therapist is helping me work through. You know, at the end of the day, if that one two, one or two people listen to this who are struggling with depression, you know, I don't know the answers. Your depression may not be the same as mine. You know, there's all different types of depression. Um, but at the end of the day, depression is depression and it's motherfucking real. So if you're going through something, hang in there, find your release. I say try therapy out. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's free therapy available right now. And you don't have to go with the first therapist. If you go to a session and you're like, I don't like that motherfucker, find another one. Actually have you five on standby just to see, okay, I don't like that person. Check that person off. Do not stay with a therapist that is not helping you or you're not vibing with. It's a waste of time. That's just like dating somebody you ain't vibing with. That is a waste of time. Okay? So... I'm doing okay. Um, the weather is getting better here, so that's helping. I've been riding my bike. I've been going to the park. I love sitting by the water and just like chilling. Um, yeah, I'm about to start fishing. I have a vacation coming up that is like super epic um, in a few weeks. So really, really ready to just let go. Um, I feel better than I did last year this time. So that's a huge blessing in one. That's like, that's a huge blessing for me. And I take it, I just take every day at a time. That's all I can do. And speaking of depression and different types of depression, I do want to go ahead and give RIP to DMX. RIP, man, DMX such a huge huge portion of like hip hop especially like 
late 90s early 2000s like man you could man you could throw on the x song from here to eternity and people gonna vibe out um so i really hate that we lost him early 50 years old but you know he battled with addiction addiction is real uh, a lot of people who battle with addiction uh also battle with depression whether it's they were battling with depression prior to taking the drug and they needed some type of relief, they end up taking a too strong of a drug and addictive drug and or it could just be marijuana. I know a lot of people don't like to call uh, weed like you can't be no addict. We take a weed smoker and don't give us no weed in about a week. That's a little bit of addiction. We need it. So it's different forms, you know, just because a person addiction may be stronger and they it doesn't look and feel like yours. You know, at the end of the day, I feel like we're all have been addicted to things throughout our life, you know, whether it's drugs or alcohol or sex or people. Some people can come in your life. You get addicted to that thing. You get addicted and you can't let go. It's on you. It's tough. It's an addiction. And you have to fight off all types of addictions. And I hate that my bro ex didn't make it through it. Um, I know people who do drugs and become depressed because they can't get off of a drug. So... um, addiction and depression goes hand in hand a lot of the times not all of the times but a lot of the time it does you know i have a brother who has been battling with addiction for man 20 something plus years and you know i always try hard you know not to judge him because i get it i know addiction is real and especially depending on the level of drug, you know, um, the different side effects or uh, the different habits that you can develop or uh, the, the different urges that you have for different type of drugs can be um, very different across the board. So RIP to my nigga X for life. Um, losing people is just so hard. I've been, I lost a good friend of mine. Her name was Marsha Williams. Shout out to Marsha. RIP Marsha, man. That was my girl. Um, she was like one of my number one cheerleaders in life. Like, man, she was just so dope. Even though she got on my last nerves. (laughs) And we didn't always see eye to eye with things. But what I really loved about her is... We were so much on the same level. Like we knew that we didn't always have to agree with each other, but just because we disagreed with each other, we didn't like get mad at each other or, you know, hate that you don't feel the way that I feel. Like she was just, she was just always like, you know what? That's what's up. She was like, she'll be like, I feel you. You feel that way? That's what's up. And just like, boom, it was just like that. Like, she was just so cool. And um, she passed away a couple of years ago. It's been two years now. 
she passed away from cancer. Um, she found out she had it. They gave her like six months to live. And then a year and maybe two months later, she passed away. She hung on. She hung through. She enjoyed her life. She traveled. She lived her life like it was golden all the way to the end. So I was saying RIP to X. I want to give an RIP to Marsha. Uh, speaking of death, there's just been so, so much going on. Mass shootings, you know, police killings. We get so tired of hearing about it all. Like, I am just so done. You hear about black people killing black people. You hear about white people killing black people. You police killing black people. Like, people, like killing Asian people or I mean it's just so much going on it's just so much killing so much anger man like the police stuff it makes you angry because we are just so tired of the excuses oh I was trying to reach for my taser but I reached for my gun like what the fuck You've been on the force for 26 plus years or 26, whatever. And you don't know which hip to pull your taser from your gun or you don't know the difference. Like you was that scared of a 20 year old black man who was unarmed. He did walk to the car. He did. Um, And, you know, that's the first thing people say. Well, he shouldn't have. No, the fuck, don't go there. Because if he was white, he could have went and sat in the motherfucking car and they wouldn't have shot him, okay? We are simply tired. We're tired. I really don't know the solution. I really don't know. I hate drama. I don't like it at all. So I really, really hate turning on the news every day and hearing about some type of killing. Dealing with depression and like hearing that shit kind of fucks with you. It really does. Uh, I watch the news every day. I didn't even, this is my first time ever watching the the news like every day. I get up in the morning, I turn it on channel two, that's Fox in in Detroit. And I just leave it on channel two all day. You know what I'm saying? It'd be from the morning to just Judy rolling her ass in. Like I just keep it on Fox two. And um, I keep saying, I'm gonna stop watching the news, but Aside from all the killing, I do get a lot of great local information, which is why I always listen to the news, but or watch the news. Well, I, I should say listen because I'm I'm not looking at the TV. I'm actually working, but we're just tired. I'm not really going to talk a whole lot about um, the injustices and like Black Lives Matter, like. You know, everybody life matter. 
dogs lives matter child uh, unicorn lives matter like I'm just tired I'm just really tired Um, and I don't want to put any stress on it because when you're dealing with depression you try to pick your stresses well I do I try to pick my stresses you know I'm not about to sit up here and stress over this and it's gonna throw me off of this you know what I'm saying but some stresses I can't get past you know I have elderly parents so when things are going on with them I'm all over the place I can't I can't maintain that it's just like it's happening it's happening now it's happening fast and it's here you know I'm dealing with this but things like that when they keep boiling boiling up um and I'm to the point where I'm just super super tired I have to just kind of step back and get me together and I'm I'm just not going to focus on that right now I can't um I just pray that one day unity is found and I think it's, it is definitely going to be a long, long time for that to happen unless something crazy happened that reminds us that at the end of the day, oh shit, we're fucking human. <laughs> I always say shit like that. People be like, oh, yo, conspiracy theorist ass. Like, no. I just really feel in my heart that some shit is going to go down. The pandemic was the beginning, goddammit. That's just how I feel. But I watch a lot of movies, so hey. It is what it is. But shout out. um, I was on a podcast a couple of days ago. Um, You can find it on Podcastic on Facebook. Um, I was on a show called Ballin' with Rich. Ballin' stands for being active, live, being active, living life, ignoring negatives. Um, really do, dumb, dope show. Uh, one of my homeboys that I've known for, man, since I was like 12, um, invited me on. We kicked it. We talked about relationships. Um, he's a WrestleMania head, so... Last Sunday, this past Sunday was WrestleMania, so we talked about that. Um, activism and just kicked in on some some real cool stuff. Um, he's married. Uh, there's another gentleman, a guest on the show. Um, so I, I posed a few questions. Just always want to know, you know, Mel's perspective on dating and cheating and divorce and all that good stuff. So uh, you can always go over to Facebook, search for Podcastic, um, Ballin' with Rich. And our episode was called Relationships, Activism, and Wrestling. <laughs> he called it raw. He's such a nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, check that out if you have time. Um, everybody's been asking me, you know, am I going to get vaccinated? And I have really been going back and forth about it. Um, I've been hearing that Moderma is one of the best ones to get for uh, African-Americans. About two people told me that. I haven't done my research to see, you know, and all that. I haven't really done my research on the vaccines anyway. But I knew damn sure when Johnson & Johnson announced that they had one, 
I knew I wasn't fucking with that because baby, y'all couldn't even make talcum powder correctly. <laughs> Fuck you look like uh getting making a damn vaccine that's gonna go in my body. <laughs> no, no. And I was like, oh hell no. Everybody's like, I want the one shot from Johnson to Johnson. Mm-hmm. And what happened? They had an issue with the first two of their shipments. Then when the shipments finally came in and people got vaccines, oh, they're causing blood clots. Oh, are we surprised that Johnson & Johnson fucked up yet again? No. Get the hell out of here. Um, I have, I know most people that I know who are close to me have gotten the Pfizer. You know, they didn't have any reactions, like anything. And even my elderly parents, all three of my elderly parents, um, my mom, my dad, and my stepdad, they are all vaccinated. Um, I actually made an appointment and I ended up having to cancel it because with Moderma, it takes four weeks um, for you to get your next shot. And that will run into the time that I'm going to go um, be on vacation. So I decided to just, you know, wait, you know, go on vacation. And when I come back, I'll make my final decision. And right now it's leaning towards getting it only because of these talks about the vaccination passports. (laughs) I didn't do a whole lot of international travel prior to COVID. And I want to do a hell of a lot of international traveling traveling post-COVID, like now. Like I want to simply travel the world. Um, I want to learn different cultures and... um, that's how I learn, you know, about history. Um, I like to travel and learn things. I'm not the one to pick up like a, a history book and just start reading it. Um, or even what I've learned, it's really hard for me to watch movies or even talk about um, slavery. It bothers me to my core. It really does. Um, but when, when I travel and I start to learn about, you know, us, people who look like me, who, you know, are in the Bahamas and I learn, you know, different cultures that black people everywhere, you know what I mean? And, um, stuff like that is super dope to me. So I am leaning towards getting the Moderma vaccination just so a bitch can travel. Okay. I want to get some stamps on the post on the oh, look. I'm talking about postcard on my passport, and um, if I gotta have a vaccination to do so, I want in on that. I want in on that, and I wouldn't mind shit <laughs> one day living abroad, um, either abroad or um, offshore, like in Hawaii. Just like get away from everything. Just like that's so me. Um, so I definitely want that option. Uh, and since there are talks of that already, I'm sure the government is working on something. So I'm leaning towards getting a vaccination. Uh, do your research. You know, a lot of people are getting it. You know, ask questions of people who have gotten it. Um, at the end of the day, it is a test. They don't know. They do not know. Um, So, yeah. 
I'm team passport. <laughs> Not so much the vaccine, though. Um, and that's all I really had today. Um, these past two weeks have really, really been tough for me because I have been dealing with a lot pertaining um, to my father. And he's like my whole heart, you know. Um, I always have to make sure that he's good. And a lot of times that takes my mind off of some things that I need to be focusing on. And so that's something I'm learning to do, learning to deal with, learning to pray more when it comes to my dad. Like, God, I got him this far. He 87. He good. (laughs) He's okay. Um, but I just, I just want my parents to have the best, um, not need for anything and, um, just be good, you know, financially, you know, they were always there for me. You know, my dad always showed me love. He was the one of the first people who ever showed me love as a child. I felt so much love from my dad, not so much from my mom because she was dealing with some things, but my dad has always poured love into me and so I feel like I owe him you know so I'm hanging in there I'm going to keep on down my path my journey of healing if you are struggling with depression if you need someone like to talk to DM me I'm on Instagram me versus the pandemic hit me up um if you're like I can't find a link to get therapy. Can you help me? Shoot me a message. I'll hook you up. Because if you are dealing with any type of anxiety and depression, talking it out will help. I promise. Thank you for joining me on my journey.